Buenos dias. We're listening to some YouTube shorts. And you would land. You go to the park, and then you walk really Evan slow. Carmichael. And then, without warning, you sprint like a tiger about to eat you for 20, maybe 30 seconds. And then you would lay on your back in the park and do deep breathing exercises where your exhale is twice as long as your inhale for probably two, two and a half minutes. And then you're going to do it one more time, lay on your back into your heart rate normal, and then you're done. All we're telling the body is... Because remember, these are dumb cells in your operating system. They don't know what's going on. They can't see time. They can't see tigers. They just know there must have been a tiger. And here's the trick. But I got away first. Okay. And now I'm peaceful and I'm safe. Now I'm safe signal that yeah, causes but... the body to allocate nutrients to muscle and to cardiovascular and to mitochondria. That's the trick. You might look funny, dude. There's a kid this year on American Idol, Joe. His name is Ian Tongi. He starts singing. And it's angelic. Oh, I'll tell you goodnight, close the door. I'll tell you I love you once more. Time is gone, so here it is. I'm not your son, you're not my father. Wedges, two grown men saying goodbye. No need to forget, no need to forget I know your mistakes and you know mine While you're sleeping, I try to make you proud So daddy, won't you just close your eyes Don't be afraid, it's my turn to chase the monsters away there's a kid this year. Did you know the Antichrist could actually be living on Earth today? And if you don't know who the Antichrist is, this is going to blow your mind. You need to hear this. The Bible says in Revelation 13 that there will be a leader that will seek control and gain control over every people, tribe, and nation. He's going to deceive many with signs and wonders, and he's going to exalt himself to be God. But really, he's empowered by Satan. He's going to try to oppress the saints. Sounds he's like going to wage war against the people of God. And I don't know if you're ready for this, but this is where it gets wild. Right when the Antichrist is in his glory and he thinks he's got it under control, Jesus comes back and destroys him with the breath of his mouth. And finally, evil is brought to an end. If you're grateful for Jesus, follow or subscribe. Did you know the Antichrist could actually be living on Earth today? And if you don't know who the Antichrist is, this is going to blow your mind. You need to hear this. The Bible says in Revelation 13 that there will be a See what other people have said. Sounds like diaper dawn. Just like diaper dawn. I rebuke devil in the name of Jesus. Amen. Jesus is Yeshua. And, uh, amen. You're praising Satan right there. Amen is Amen Ra. Jesus' real name is Yeshua.
This young man here was an official, a chief priest and a royal seal bearer during the 26th dynasty in ancient Kemet. They ruled from about 664 BC to about 525 BC. You can see a picture right here of the original position of his sarcophagus when it was found in 1902. They, as I mentioned, ruled Egypt and Kemet for about 130 years after the Nubians. This young man here was an official, Stories a chief priest and a royal seal bearer during the 26th dynasty in ancient Kemet. They ruled from about 664 BC to about 525 BC. You can see a picture right here of the original position of his sarcophagus when it was found in 1902. Definitely black. <laughs> black history 365. Including black history. Black History 365. As I mentioned, ruled Egypt. Getting tiny here. <laughs> I almost died from two massive blood clogs in 2020. So I wake up strapped to a table. There's like this, these figures, like people walking around the room. And I'm like half unconscious, like, can you explain to me why I'm strapped to this table? Why all this stuff is hooked up to my body? And he like doesn't even seem to take me seriously. I'm panicking. Mm -hmm. And he basically comes over, seems like surprised I'm even awake. He turns like a dial up to 11. And I just almost immediately just everything goes black. I fade out. And then I just remember I'm waking back up in the same place where I last remember passing out. And I'm just back in the jungle and everything seemed normal again. And now I'm here doing this podcast with you. Mm -hmm. But the point being, like, uh, this was the strangest. Like, I think it's pretty obvious we're, like, quite literally in, in some sort of psychological projection of reality. Like, I don't think we're existing in our base reality. We're all kind of being held in these facilities, just dormant with this illusion of life. I wake up strapped to a table. There's like this, these figures, like people walking around the room. And I'm like. We're tasked with remote viewing Mars. And the yeah. time period was 1 million BC. Said, well, I have some people here from the Department of the Army. And they have a target for you. He said, I have an envelope here. There's nothing written on it. It's in my pocket. Tell me something about it. It started out with a really large pyramid. And I said, first thing, words out of my mouth was, this must be a new discovery. And he said, why do you say that? And I said, because it's huge. It's bigger than the pyramid at Giza. And then he said, tell me something about it. I said, it's got really large rooms inside. The way pyramids are built, that can't be done. The weight of the construction. I said, appears to be some form of protection of survivors of some cataclysm and stasis. We're waiting for somebody to come. I think it's too late. I think they're all dead. And it turned out there were six specific targets that I was given, and all six of them I described. I kind of said it's like a special race of people or something. Humans, just like we are. I'm not so sure they're humans like we understand humans. Way bigger. What do you mean? I said they're like 10 feet tall. Really huge. Turned out I went to JPL, walked up to the counter, and I had the actual card. I'd like to see all the pictures for these GPSs. Took one look at the card and said, oh, that's the old city on Mars. We're tasked with remote viewing Mars. And the yeah. time period was 1 million BC. He said, well, I have some people here from the Department of the Army. And they have a target for you. He said, I have an envelope here. There's nothing written on it. It's in my pocket. Tell me something about it. It started out with a really large pyramid. And I said, first thing, words out of my mouth was, this must be a new discovery. And he said, why do you say that? And I said, because it's huge. It's bigger than the Pyramid of Giza. And then he said, tell me something about it. I said, it's got really large rooms inside. The way pyramids are built, that can't be done. The weight of the construction. 
I said, appears to be some form of protection of survivors of some cataclysm. They're in stasis. they waiting for somebody to come. I think it's too late. I think they're all dead. And it turned out there were six specific targets that I was given. And all six of them I described. I finally said, it's like a special race of people or something. Humans, just like we are. I'm not so sure they're humans like we understand them. Way bigger. What do you mean? I said, they're like 10 feet long. Really huge. Turned out I went to JPL, walked up to the counter, and I had the actual card. I'd like to see all the pictures for these GPSs. Took one look at the card and said, oh, that's the old City on CIA's Project Stargate. For these GPSs, Romans fourteen nine. For this very reason. Christ died and returned to life so that he might be the Lord of both dead and the living. All right. So now we're going into where people are talking about his return, Jesus. But nowhere in the Bible does it say Jesus is coming back. It keeps mentioning Christ. Jesus didn't say he was going to return. He said the Christ would return. What is the Christ? When you look into Christ there's been many Christs on this planet. When you look into what a Christ is, it's a level of consciousness. See, there's some good stuff in the Bible, but what they did was they took the good stuff and they overrode it with a lot of bad stuff, a lot of darkness, a lot of manipulation and agenda, and a lot of propaganda. You gotta be able to discern what's good and what's bad. Romans 14:9. For this very reason. Christ died so and returned to life so that he might be the Lord of both dead and the living. Alright. Alright. So now be now the key thing is is to be prepared for opportunities as they arise. To be to reset any goal that you need to make to make that manifestation occur, there's gonna be Opportunities that are going to open up for you, doors that are going to open, situations that are going to occur, offers that are going to be made. And now you need to be able to recognize them. A lot of people get to this point and fail to have the intuition to recognize the opportunities that are being set before them to help them accomplish their goal. Okay? This is key. This is like really key. Your intuition has to be operating in a high state. Like I said, guys, you've got to be ready in here. You've got to be able to have intuition. You've got to be able to recognize what's being offered to you. Now, the key thing is, is to be prepared for opportunities as they arise. To, be, to reach that end goal that you need to make to make that manifestation <laughs> occur, there's going to be opportunities that are going to open up for you, doors that are going to open, situations that are going to occur, offers that are going to be made. And now you need to be able to recognize them. A lot of people get to this point and fail to have the intuition to recognize the opportunities that are being set before them to help them accomplish their goal. Okay, this is key. This is like really key. Your intuition has to be operating at a high state. Like I said, guys, you got to be ready in here. You got to be able to have intuition. You got to be able to recognize what's being offered to you. Now, the key thing is, is to be prepared for opportunities. Yeah. As the real cheat code. They say there's three types of learning: audio, visual, kinesthetic. Train yourself to be good on all three, but know your dominant form. Kinesthetics means like you want to learn to build a house. I say to you. I build homes, here's a hammer, follow me around for a couple weeks, you're gonna get good. So I always say to people, if you can't learn audio, what happens when you brush up with a genius one time in your life in an elevator? And he says something to you, that if you listened would unlock all wealth for you, but you haven't developed all three ways of learning, it'll go in one ear, out the other.
the real cheat code. They say there's three types of learning, audio, visual, kinesthetic. Train yourself to be good at all three, but know your dominant form. Kinesthetics means like you want to learn to build a house. I say to you, I build homes. Here's a hammer. Follow me around for a couple weeks. You're going to get good. So I always say people, if you can't learn audio, what happens when you brush up with a genius one time in your life in an elevator? And he says something to you that if you listen, would unlock What's all wealth for you. Form of but you haven't. Did you know that the government was supposed to give you sixty-four hundred dollars last week? Here's how this common wildflower can save your life. This flower is called yarrow. Yarrow has been used for centuries to stop bleeding, fight diseases, and increase circulation. It also has antibacterial and immune-boosting properties. Now that first action it has, stopping bleeding, that's the most important here. That's the real life-saving power of it. Yarrow has these squirrel-tail-shaped leaves. This is what you use for stopping bleeding. You can make a poultice out of the fresh leaves by rolling them up in your hands or pounding them with a rock or chewing on them. It's really bitter and astringent to chew on, so fair warning there. Once chewed or mashed up, you can apply it directly to a cut or a wound or even to bug bites because it's wonderful at stopping the pain and itching of a mosquito bite. Just apply it directly to the area. It'll slow down the bleeding. The antibacterial properties will help fight infection. And at least when I've used it, I feel like it's helped the wound heal a lot faster than it otherwise would have. If I took a fall off a cliff or something while hiking, I'd sure hope Yarrow is nearby for any broken bones or major injuries as far as wild plants go it's one of the most important to know to save you in those life or death <coughs> situations here's how this common wildflower can save your life this flower is called yarrow yarrow has been you don't know any of these egyptian gods Saker, the god of transformation guards the secrets of rebirth with his falcon-headed staff he guides souls through the labyrinthine journey of the afterlife sekhmet the lioness goddess of destruction and healing embodies the duality of her nature. Her wrath can bring devastation, but her healing powers restore balance. Serapis, the god of resurrection, bridges the worlds of Greek and Egyptian mythology. He offers the promise of renewal and eternal life, bringing hope to those who have faced the trials of existence. Circe, the scorpion goddess, wields her venomous sting with precision. Here's how this common wildflower can save your life. This flower is called- You don't know any of these Egyptian gods. Sekhar, the god- Hold open. TikTok on the- Hold open. His whole family mocked him when he inherited that old house. But later, they all regretted it. As I was telling you in part one, this young man had inherited a rundown cabin from his grandfather, and his whole family thought he'd drawn the short straw. While the rest of his family had inherited very luxurious items, they all made fun of him, and he questioned why this was his reward for all the help he gave his grandfather. Was it all for nothing? But then he made a discovery. There was a hatch in the floor. He investigated, and what he found will blow your mind a chest with a padlock four numbers yet andrew knew exactly what number it would be his birth date it unlocked and revealed gold beyond anyone wildest dreams to the value of 10 million dollars his family quickly found out about this and did all they could to steal it breaking into his cabin in the night <laughs> wow. to try and find it but andrew remembered how they treated him he waited till they were down the hatch and slammed it shut some say their bodies are still down there now whilst andrew moved to dubai be careful how you treat others his whole family mocked him when he inherited that old house. But later, they all regretted it. As I was telling you in part one, this young man had inherited a rundown cabin from his grandfather, and his whole family thought he'd drawn the short... This is what... His whole family... It sounds like a fake story. It's an AI story. <laughs> it's an AI story.
Well, let's <clears throat> go see what uh, my stretch is up to. DC Circuit unanimously rules that Diaper Don is not immune from prosecution. Yay. Full opinion. Let's meet three times. Judge Cannon butchers the law in very odd ruling. Let's get rid of that fucking cunt. More threats and extortion. Diaper Don quickly loses it. Attacks GOP senator he endorsed. <laughs> this $36 gadget cleans any bathroom in five minutes. It's a new handheld scrubber that's already... In 2022, Donald Trump endorsed and praised Oklahoma's Republican Senator James Lankford. Donald Trump said that James Lankford is strong on the border. And so President Biden and Democrats actually allowed James Lankford to be one of the leaders in a bipartisan border negotiation, which led to a bipartisan bill the draft of which was released Sunday evening by the Senate, and it is the toughest border bill in generations. But now that James Lankford reached an actual solution, other than whining, by the way, Democrats basically gave Republicans on the border their wish list of everything they've ever asked for and wanted, because also Democrats were trying to get a lot of compromise to make sure that Ukraine can get the funding that it needs and to put this all in a Senate supplemental national security bill. I mean, if you think about that, that because Republicans are against funding Ukraine, Democrats are trying to get a compromise. But many Republicans ever said they wanted uh, the border. And now Donald Trump says that this is both very bad for working with Democrats to try to reach a bipartisan solution. I want to play for you in a moment what Donald Trump said, but I think it's also worth noting as well that the Border Patrol Union has come out in support of the bipartisan border deal. Here's what they say. They say, while not perfect, the Border Act of 2024 is a step in the right direction and is far better than the status quo, which is why the National Border Patrol Council endorses this bill and hopes for a quick passage. So let's be clear. Mainstream Republicans support this bill. Democrats, by and large, support this bill. The Border Patrol Council, the main union, supports the bill. President Biden supports this bill, but it is MAGA that is seeking to destroy this bill. So this bill is good for the border cops, according to the border cops, but Donald Trump believes it is bad for him because he believes that it is an issue that he should run on in the campaign by complaining and whining about the border. He thinks that President Biden will get credit if he makes a deal. So on that basis, MAGA Republicans have tried, and they are pushing it out hard to try to override this border. Saying false things about it, making things up, not reading the bill. Let me show you right here. This is speaking to Oklahoma's Republican Senator James Langford. The top was like, this is like the most conservative bill I've ever seen. By the way, I don't like those terms, conservative and liberal, but anyway, you have uh, Tapper say that. 
and then wait for this is the most, and I've been in this town for a lot longer than you have, this is the most conservative immigration compromise that I've ever seen come to this level. Previous efforts under Bush and under Obama were far more uh, permissive, far more liberal than this. Why do you think Trump's going after you? Yeah, I, I don't know, obviously, other than he, he has a different job than I have right now. His job right now is running for president, and so he's trying to be able to manage that. And obviously, a chaotic border is helpful to him in the process on that. If here's Donald Trump attacking the bipartisan border deal, deal Donald Trump goes, only a fool or radical left Democrat would vote for this horrendous border bill, which only gives shutdown authority after 5,000 encounters a day when we already have the right to close the border now, which must be done. The bill is a great gift to the Democrats and a death wish for the Republican Party. It takes the horrible job the Democrats have done in the immigration of the border, absolves them, and puts it all squarely on the shoulders of Republicans. Don't be stupid. We need a separate border bill and immigration bill. And by the way, as
what Donald Trump's not actually talking about the substance. Let's be real. Donald Trump's never read this bill. He doesn't read anything. He takes his Sharpie. He draws squiggly lines. He doesn't actually <laughs> read the substance of it. And then Donald Trump goes right for the extortion, right for this is going to be bad for Langford's career. In other words, go after Langford personally. Personally attack him for trying to reach a compromise on an issue that Republicans have been talking about over and over and over again, where the Democrats basically because gave them their wish list. It will make but now Trump Republicans look bad if me. Democrats accomplish something. This is what Trump says. Which is when he basically terrorism. Play this clip. If you ask me. Yeah, that's sabotage, which is, you know, terrorist wet dream. There's a bunch of online Twitter that's saying, well, President Trump endorsed Senator Langford. Yeah, you know what? I get asked for endorsements all the time and people let you down. But we've got to yeah. stop this. Is there a possibility of endorsing an opponent to Senator Langford if they don't back off this? Because, Mr. President, this bill is not a MAGA bill at all. This isn't a, this is yeah. a keep every this is a make everyone else great again bill and make America worse bill. Well, just uh, to correct the record, I did not endorse Senator Langford. I didn't do it. Uh, he ran, and I did not endorse him. Uh, so uh, I'm sure your person will be lying about to hear that, that too. But yeah, I think Good. this is a very bad bill for his career, uh, and especially in Oklahoma. Trying to rewrite you know, history. I won in Oklahoma. He's senator from Oklahoma. I won 77 out of 77 counties. Ronald Reagan is second with 56. I won all 77 counties. In Oklahoma, though, I know those people, they're great people. They're not going to be happy about this. Nobody's going to be happy about this. But the people in Oklahoma are, you know, these are serious mega. These are serious people. They are not going to be happy about this, Dan, when they say right. this. This is crazy. This is lunacy, this bill. And you know what it is? It's a gift to the Democrats. I don't think, I can't imagine it gets done. Uh, and in fact, Steve Daines, who's, you know, a senator in leadership. He came out strongly against it a little while ago. He's a great guy. But he came out very strongly against it. This is a gift to Democrats. And this sort of is a shifting of the worst order in history onto the shoulders of Republicans. That's really what they want. They want this for the presidential election. So they can now blame the Republicans for the worst order in history. And of course, his MAGAs. Is Magadonians, or whatever the hell they call themselves in the House of Representatives, they fall in line. MAGA Republican Steve Scalise. Let me be clear. The Senate border bill will not receive a vote in the House. Won't even get a vote, according to Steve Scalise, who's um, pretty much right over there in the right House Republicans under MAGA Mike Johnson. Then you have Anna Paulina Luna. In honor of Chuck Schumer, I will be introducing a bill that will require any politician who advocates for sending American troops to Ukraine to be required to fight on the front lines with them. I mean, look, these are very unserious people pushing Putin propaganda when it comes to the United Republicans. Oh, and they're moving forward with their impeachment of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas who's just worked to literally negotiate the toughest border bill in <laughs> generations, but they want a stunt. This was a statement that um, all of the MAGA Republican leadership in the House just put out this statement. Any consideration of this Senate bill in its current form is a waste of time. It is dead on arrival in the House. We encourage the U.S. Senate to reject it. So Trump telling MAGA Mike and Steve Scalise and all these guys. 
supports I mean what what are we even talking about here um, that's a statement that was just put out um, here's uh, Senator Langford talking about how look is this just this is just about Republicans wanting to hold press conferences I have seen enough this bill is even worse than we expected it won't come close to any of the border catastrophe the president has created as the lead Democrat negotiator proclaims under this legislation the border never closes the Senator Langford had to say about um, Mike Lee, one of the MAGA Republicans in the Senate, who apparently threw like a fit um, during one of the Senate conferences earlier in the morning and then like stormed out like a baby and everyone apparently laughed at him. Here's what Oklahoma Senator James Langford had to say about Mike Lee. Play the clip. What Senator Mike Lee said, not only does he say he need three weeks to read through it, he said no self-respecting senator should agree to vote on a 370-page bill this week. Any 41 senators can prevent the bill from proceeding. If you agree that senators should have this bill for at least a few weeks, and certainly more than a few days before voting on it, say so. Uh, you understand where he's coming from, right? Don't you guys have a procedural vote this week? Are you going to vote on the bill by the end of the week? So we actually, this bill came out uh, yesterday, Sunday. Uh, it, the first procedural vote is Wednesday, and that procedural vote is literally just open it up to be able to go through it and to be able to say, are we going to debate it this week? That's what Senator okay. Lee is actually talking about. It's interesting that he said he's already opposed to it. He needs three weeks to be able to read it, but he's already opposed to it. Uh, so, uh, again, people have got to be able to read it, go through it themselves. Don't just go off a Facebook post somewhere what the bill says. This dramatically changes asylum. It dramatically changes deportations. We no longer have a 10-year backlog. It builds right. more wall. Those are the key things that it actually does. But read it for yourself. Don't just believe what's online. Just here. By the way, if you read the text on the Mayorkas impeachment, you know, so I, I encourage you, like, let's read the text together. You know, this isn't about um, yelling and yelling. Like, let's just read what this says. This, this is what the Republicans say in their impeachment um, report. That this committee for the articles of impeachment in, begins the process of deporting Secretary Mayorkas from his position. Deporting him? You're going to be deporting Mayorkas? I mean, this is actually in the um, congressional uh, report right here. Again, very, very bizarre stuff. Um, and let me, uh, let me show you this right here. Um, she's going over her MAGA talking points. And look, she's clearly lost Fox here. Even 
she's not reading the bill, but people are not serious. MAGA Republican Nancy Mace, who you may remember, was walking around the halls of Congress with a scarlet letter S, accused, you know, accusing her own party of suppressing her speech, right? And then you had some of these other MAGA Republicans, you, you remember them, um, like walking around with lassos, like some looks like real, looks like weird, strange, strange stuff. And the more that I read the language in this bill, yeah. the more frustrated I get with it. Because right, it's not so, what we're doing. I, I think we're all trying to, to figure out this bill. Have you read all 370 pages of this bill? We are, we are working through it. We have about 50 pages more to go. But from what we can tell, and I'm going to put forth a statement once we finish reading the bill, the measures that we feel are extremely undesirable that keep our border open, that water down the asylum system. Um, it's not good for the country. Well, they say exactly frankly. the opposite. That's why I'm, I'm asking. You know? Finally, let me play out with this moment from uh, Morning Joe earlier in the day. Play the clip. It's just unbelievable. They're putting politics in front of national security. Everything. Politics every in front level. of our allies. Border. Politics in front of, uh, of territorial integrity. All the things Republicans once claimed they care for. Now Mike Johnson and Donald Trump together are doing everything they can to undermine what conservatives have always supported. Yeah. And, and they're undermining national security for pure politics, and they admit it. For Putin. Uh, one and again, this, this is what the data is, folks. You can decide for yourself. Let me know how you feel in the comments. Thanks for watching. I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. Hit subscribe. We're on our way to three. Hey Midas Mighty, love this report. Continue the conversation by following us on Instagram at Midas Touch. Keep up with the most important news of the day. What are you waiting for? Follow us now. Taking your generic multivitamins. <coughs> I'm gonna give you on a little not so secret secret. Most multivitamins just flat out don't work. Now why don't they work? Well, beyond the fact that multivitamin manufacturers deliberately right. underdose. Okay. Thumbs up. Good stuff. We've already got two and a half billion. Views. Okay. Um. <laughs> six months ago, streamed six months ago, former President Dump indicted in 2020 election probe. A... Last warning. If you don't Holding claim your giddy. special benefits this week, you risk missing out on one of the law from being counted, from people's votes from being counted in a variety of states, millions of votes, um, which is a deprivation of their civil rights. And all of these uh, become criminal, even if you really think you should have won the election. And as we've been saying, the indictment does go into the allegations state by state. I want to go back to a previously released call from a conversation that Trump had in the days following the 2020 election with Brad Raffensperger, the secretary of state in Georgia, a state Biden narrowly won. Let's take a listen. So, look, all I want to do is this. I just want to find uh, 11,780 11, vo uh, votes, which is one more than we have. Which is one more than we have. All I need is seven, eleven thousand seven hundred eighty votes. He knew very well what he was doing. It's one more than we need. Right there, one more than we need. 
votes. Which is one more than we have. Which is one more than we have. Are his right own there. words being used against him in order to make this <laughs> That's case the nail. To suggest Which is one more very than well we what have. he was doing. His words are being used in, in every part of this indictment from the conversations and pressure. 11,780 votes. And the vice president to the tweets that he was putting out and the exhortations that he was making to the crowd in front of him. What's very extraordinary about this indictment is that. It offers a very, very sweeping view of what led to January 6th and makes clear that the violence that unfolded that day was merely the muscle of a much bigger scheme that had gone on uh, at the state level, weaponizing the Department of Justice, a lot of these different prongs that are coming together that culminate in the violence that day. And I think the special counsel did a very masterful job of piecing all of that together for the American people. There are six unnamed co-conspirators outlined uh, throughout the indictment. I'm curious, will we ever find out who they are? Well, Lindsay, I think that will depend on whether those people, and I, I suspect they know who they are, uh, choose to cooperate with the special counsel. So right now, there might be a race to see who's going to flip first if they haven't already. Um, of course, if they don't, the statute of limitations won't expire for these crimes for another two years. And so uh, the Department of Justice still has the option to bring charges against them, but they may have chosen not to include them here in order to avoid any type of unnecessary delay that might result from adding additional defendants. Uh, this keeps it kind of streamlined. And I think also in the public perception, only naming Trump here uh, makes clear his culpability in the events that are laid out in the, in this indictment. Asha Vongapo, so appreciate your insight. Thank you. Today's historic indictment may be the big, the big story dominating headlines, but there is still much more to get to tonight on Prime, including an accused serial killer's appearance in court, what his wife is saying about her state of mind and why their home is now badly damaged. But next, Russia is hit by a fourth drone strike in a little more than a week, why we could be seeing a new phase in the war with Ukraine. Eleven thousand seven hundred here in Kentucky. No match for the tornado from Monterey Park, California. Traveling with the president in Mexico City. Wherever the story. Here he is. Wherever the story. Home is okay. To catch the campaign. Fast, straight for one early morning news. Get some wins under the belt. All right. So next up, Sweden. How bad are the nerves? on the show. As a former president now faces these charges for efforts to overturn the election, just give us your reaction to this particular moment and its significance. I'm wondering ABC if you feel in any news. way vindicated. Well, uh, this is not unexpected. And what I think is really interesting is the facts and circumstances set out in the indictment are really, much of it was known to the public in some way, shape, or form, at least anecdotally, way back when this all was unfolding, uh, after January, on the last January 6th. So that is, those facts are what formed the basis for votes like mine, for Republicans to stand up and do the right, what I believe was the right thing to do under the circumstances. And what this indictment is, is very simple in that it's a conspiracy. Conspiracy is two or more persons joined together for a criminal uh, idea, and this is overturned the election results. 
and that the president was part of it. That's the, that's the standard of proof. Everything else in this indictment is a factual recitation of Trump's involvement. And it's also gutting a lot of his possible defenses because he's saying, I really believe this, I was being told this. There's chapter and verse, as one of my colleagues just noted, of instances where he is being told it's not true. And he still follows on. So to me, this is a very potent indictment. And it's a very simple indictment in some respects. And it's extraordinary given the fact that it's a former president of the United States of America. You were in Congress when this effort to bring fake electors to Washington took place. What strikes you the most from these charges as far as what's outlined is with Trump's involvement in that effort? Well, to me, what strikes me most is that they're probably well-placed and well-deserved. I have no animus. I thought the president in 2016 was a very different person than he was in 2020. And uh, a lot changed. And not accepting election results is simple in America. And the facts are there. Uh, the charges are there. And um, he's going to have a tough time, in my opinion, based on my 20 years of prosecuting cases like these uh, as a federal prosecutor before Congress. He's going to have a tough time mm -hmm. convincing 12 people in the jury box that uh, he didn't, he wasn't part of this conspiracy. Prior to this indictment, a new poll from the New York Times and Siena College showed Trump's continuing political power. Just You can see it on your screen there. He leads the GOP 2024 field with 54% support. His next closest challenger, Ron DeSantis, is at 17%. The rest of the field, all at 3% or lower. Can you see primary voters standing by him still in the months ahead as they head to the polls? Uh, highly likely that his core will, but his core is going to be uh, continually smaller. And I'll remind you that in 2015, I believe there's a certain Donald Trump who was in the single digits at this time in the election cycle. So you don't know. There's a lot of road uh, between now and, and, and when people start actually casting their votes. And what you're thinking now, generally, as, as opposed to what you're thinking when you're starting to cast your vote, could be two different things. And a lot can change between now and then, but make no mistake about it. Uh, the former president has a commanding lead. But that lead, in my opinion, and I think political, political history will back me up, is not insurmountable. And so really quickly, to get some traction and as more and more people take a look at this indictment and read it i think that they might start uh changing their mind and once that happens it could have a cascading effect yeah, former congress, stay tuned. Um, really certainly we'll be doing that former congressman john catco thank you so much for your time i appreciate it thank you so much more to get to tonight coming up as the man accused of being serial killer appears in court his <laughs> wife is revealing details about her life since the arrest and the state of their home. The next new details on the case against internet personality Andrew Tate, the decision he's trying to appeal in a Romanian court. Whenever news breaks, the families here in full bolted across that border on his own, on purpose, after leaving the airport in Seoul, where he was supposed to head back to the U.S. to face discharge from the U.S. Army. I'm told he has already been interrogated by the North Koreans, but given this is the first time the North Koreans have responded to the U.N., this may be a sign that North Korea is willing to negotiate his release, although nothing moves quickly in negotiations with the North Koreans. Lindsay? But perhaps some reason to be optimistic there. Martha, our thanks to you.
And still to come, rallying his supporters to fight for freedom, musician-turned-activist Bobby Wine tells us about the new documentary chronicling his dangerous journey to run against Uganda's current president. Can I got sent to Idaho to cover the murders of four college students. It was a story that sure didn't make a lot of commercials. Sense. Four students stabbed to death in their beds oh while two roommates were home. You gotta think to yourself. His dangerous journey is told in National Geographic's film, Bobby Wine, the People's President. ABC News' Ariel Reshef sat down with the presidential candidate and his wife. We are nonviolent and we continue to preach nonviolence. Pop star turned presidential candidate. Of your presidential campaign in 2021, you faced threats against your life. Some members of your team were killed. The director of the film was shot in the face and nearly died. How oh dangerous God. has this journey been for you? Very dangerous. I wonder how he is. But it can only get more dangerous. I mean, the only thing that is more dangerous than the way it is is keeping quiet about it. You were arrested thrown in jail, charged with treason. What was that period of your life like? Hell. <laughs> it was crazy. It was crazy. I was, for example, in Arua, I was arrested in a hotel room. I was beaten so bad with iron bars, dragged, put into a place that was uh, poured with water beaten so much electricity was put on me i had my genitals squeezed name? i was beaten oh my, God. my wife was able to see me she was one of the very few ugandans that came together with the european union ambassadors she could not recognize me what did you think when you first watched the documentary only a small fraction of the violence was shown. So I felt like the documentary does not do justice to the detail of the oppression back home, of the violence, of the <clears throat> medieval torture. There's only a certain level of violence that can be shown. Violence was too extreme to be depicted. Barbie, you married a pop star who became a politician. Did you ever have any trepidations about Bobby's political career? I never thought Bobby would go into politics. But along the way, I saw signals. I began to get concerned about the things that he never got concerned about. What he's doing is more dangerous than it was in the beginning. The level of fear is more than I ever have ever had. So it really scares me. President Museveni has been in office since 1986. This film captures your struggle against the government that has had a stronghold on power for decades. Yeah. How difficult is your journey ahead? The journey ahead is difficult. And what makes it even more difficult 
is the fact that the regime back home is enforced by superpowers and the world's greatest democracies, including the United States of America. If General Museveni was just alone using Ugandan taxpayers' money to oppress us, we would fight and win the battle even much more easily. But we cannot fight against one billion US dollars every year that is being given to Uganda. There are a lot of Americans who are struggling to put food on the table. They're busy, worried about what's going on here at home. Why should they watch this film and why should they care about your story? They should care about our story. <laughs> what? What because a fucking rude question. It is not only our story, it is their story too, whether they know or they don't know. They are paying for our oppression through uh -huh. their taxpayers' money. Yep. And they can stop it. Yep. They can petition, they, are, they can reach out to their leaders hey, hey, and ask them to change policies. General Museveni ordered the military to take charge and unleashed untold violence. I was put under house arrest. He, using the army, once again declared himself president. I am out on bail, battling a treason charge which carries the death sentence. I have numerous charges that have been put on, on me. After so much international criticism, some of those cases are Shit, put man. on the hold. But they're always picked haven. up, you know, whenever they need to prosecute me. What's your message to Museveni? <clears throat> um, General Museveni, my message to him Step is, down. we are not going to give up. The fight for our rights. We don't <laughs> preach violence. We don't preach hate. We shall get our freedom or we shall die trying to get our freedom. Really powerful interview there. Thanks to Ariel. You can watch Bobby Wine, the People's President, which is now in theaters. Bobby and that Wine, is our show for tonight. I'm Lindsay Davis. ABC News Live is here for you all night with the latest news, context, and analysis. You can always find us on Hulu, Roku, the ABC News app, and of course on abcnews.com. The news never stops. Have a great night. Bobby Wine, the People's President. Going to let's revisit. Uh... Let's revisit when Diaper Donald was indicted for conspiracy to defraud the American people of our election results! Exclamation point. Why are you still fucking voting for this piece of shit? <laughs> it shits.
Why you idiots? When Diaper Donald was indicted uh, for the third time? <laughs> third time was it? LOL. Yeah, overturn the democratic elections, uh, seize the, seize, um, and, and, um, seize the voting machines and shoot us all in the knees. Seize voting machines, effectively shooting us all in the knees. Today, when Diaper Don was indicted, Diaper Don, I think we should go listen to uh, Robbie Wine, President People's President. Overturn our elections. Basically, okay. Okay, <clears throat> so you're still there. Thanks. Oh, there you are. Hello, darlings. Shout out to KAMP Student Radio at the University of Aridstone. And KPYT, Pasquale Travel Radio, Travel Radio, Travel Radio. Travel radio. <coughs> Hit him. Father is a tipster shop. Travel Radio, Travel Radio. Travel Radio